in Hills Nation. I'm Ron Harrison, and you know what these mean if you know. Anyway, hey, isn't this great today? We're, uh, we're going to have a really nice time uh, this morning for our service part of it because Pastor John and Pastor Christian are going to join me. And listen, if you go to info at thehillsnashville.com and type in a question in that subject line, it will come right to my phone, and I might be able to ask your question. So, pastors, why don't you join me over here on the Hills Nation stage? Oh, my goodness. I feel like this is the John and Kristen show. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. You guys, were you 9 for 10 or something like that? I think so. That's well, pretty yeah. incredible. Nine pretty for incredible. Ten. Yeah. Well, we should stay together. I guess so, yeah. Hey, um... We're going to jump right in because we've only got about 15 or 20 minutes because it's cold. Oh, no. We've got more time. Okay, exactly. By the way, you were right. It, I drove 30 miles a day to get here, and the worst ice was in our parking lot. Yeah. So an outdoor service would not have been the best thing today. So anyway, we'll be back next week. It's supposed to be 50 and sunny next Sunday, all right, which means it might be 22 and snowy. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, Valentine's is, is a lot like Christmas uh, in that it's a really joyful occasion for a lot of people and a lot of time to be with family. But sometimes it's not so joyful. Yeah. Um, sometimes you're not with ones you love or the one you love and that kind of thing, uh, either through loss or just maybe your life situation or your life hasn't uh, led you to that, that perfect person yet, So, which doesn't exist, by the way. Um, but has it, you haven't developed that yet. What, what do you guys today have to say? Because we've got a, a lot of people that attend our church. For people who this, this holiday might be not as joyful. Well, let me set it up by Kristen and I, we, we were on staff in Austin, Texas at uh, the Promised Land Church there for 10 years. And our first, our first job was we were the single adult pastors. And when I say single adult, there was one single adult at that point, I think. <laughs> and uh, during church, we would be in the very back. And I think we grew it to about two. We had two single adults, I think. Two poured in. Yeah. <laughs> and then it grew. Uh, but we would get that question a lot. You know, on Valentine's Day, because it can be a, it can be a, a, a sad time, and we have a church full of young adults and single adults that are have yet to find that person. But something that we would always say is that one is a whole number. You know, it's uh, and 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 I would encourage those of you that are single to uh, Paul called it the gift of singleness to enjoy that time and and use that time and allow God to do everything He wants to do during that season. And to not be confused that God still sees you as special, even if you don't have um, a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you are still special in the eyes of God, exactly and right. he's not picking on you, and it has nothing to do uh, most of the time with who you are and what God created you to be. So let me ask you one follow-up and a real tough one. What if you've prayed for mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. for that person, and it just doesn't seem like it's happening? What what? Where do you go? What, 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 what's your advice in that situation? Golly, I have a dear friend that's in that situation. Um, and I remember when I first met her years ago, I wanted to understand, and I was trying to help her. And she said, but you don't understand. You're married. You have a great, don't tell me you understand because you don't. She was right. I didn't, which was great for me to learn early on. Um, I've prayed for her. She's prayed. She's done everything. I think that she uh, has found other things to pour her life into while she waits instead of just being frustrated all the time. And that's brought her some of the greatest gifts that she's known. So I think that's, 
That's some serving. Good. Yeah, absolutely. And and she has this this young lady uh, actually ended up uh, adopting. Uh, I wish she was. She's living gonna in Nashville. kill me for she's saying. Gonna, yeah, she's gonna kill. <laughs> if you're me. watching, you know who you are. <laughs> but she ended up adopting a uh, a, a child, wow. and it's become you know one of the one of the greatest things mm-hmm. in her life. A desire of her heart that she didn't know was there while she was frustrated, and mm. now she's understood it to be a desire that she had. All right. I, I would also say not just that, but she served other people. Oh, she helped raise our boys. Mm-hmm. Aunt Sisty, we're talking about you. <laughs> uh, she helped raise our boys confidentially. We confidentially, give her number out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I got a, here. I got a question from Darren and Terry Gottschalk. Oh, good. Who you know? We'll is, answer Terry's, not Darren. Okay, well, they've been suffering for the Lord down in Cabo oh, on a missions man. trip. Okay. Anyway, wow. they wanted to take a little trip down memory lane. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, man, so many things flood my mind with Michelle and I. But you know, back to the beginning when you had no money, and you know. Uh, take us through a little walk here. You had no money. You're trying, you know, what do you do for Valentine's Day? You can't afford, you know, the roses that go from $9.99 on Sean Hannity to $999, you know, at Kroger's. Anyway, uh, take us through that, through that. And then, then maybe uh, about halfway through with the boys when you had young kids, how, how do you celebrate Valentine's? How are you romantic when they're mm. jumping up in the bed and all that kind of stuff? And then all the way to the day, now you got adults. Yep. So what's wow. some things you did in those time periods that you can give people advice? It's a great for? question, Gottschalk. Uh, yeah, I think. Do you remember our first Valentine's Day? I remember when we were dating and, you ca- and we had no money then either, and you came to visit me. I drove from Mississippi. drove from Mississippi to Oklahoma. That's right, with no AC in my car. That's right. And this I whole think, arm was sunburned mm-hmm. when I got there because I had the window down. And you went to get me flowers, <laughs> and you <laughs> couldn't find any flowers. Or I don't know if they were too expensive, but you know. brought me a plant. <laughs> I showed up at her apartment. Sort of like a funeral-looking with a, plant. With a plant. Yeah. Hi. Happy is, it, is it still alive? You, no. You guys no, no. Happy Valentine's Day. I, I killed Day. it, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. But when, when we were married and had no money, um, I think we probably got creative. I probably mm-hmm. put on a pot of coffee, um, JFG back in the day, or oh, whatever yeah. the, the cheapest coffee was, <laughs> and um, pick flowers. And I don't know. We probably just... I don't just, remember. It's, it's been so long ago. You I know, put on just... my, my sweatpants. <laughs> We got real romantic. You know, Her lacy sweatpants. My cat sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then moving on with the boys, you know, we, we actually involved the boys in Valentine's Day. Probably one of my favorite uh, memories of Valentine's Day is me, Evan, and Davis took Kristen on a date. And we went to her favorite restaurant in town, mm-hmm. Cafe Nona. Italian, yeah. Yeah, that's Close, smiling Elephant is close. Yeah. yeah. But for Italian, we did a romantic dinner. We went to Cafe Nona. I still have the pictures of mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. The boys, we all dressed up in suits and bow ties and took mom on a date. And it was sweet. so sweet. sweet memories, yeah. And then now we have a house full of adults. I, we set the boys down the other day and we we're like, okay, guys, let's have a conversation. This is the first time we've all been adults living in the same house. Mm-hmm. We're so thankful that they are. Uh, both of them are, are with us. And, uh, but, you know, we just, you know, today, I'm not sure what we'll do. I don't know. We didn't get each other anything. Nothing. Today. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that <laughs> awesome? Really but it's, it's real and it's where it's at. So it's okay. But we still love each other. Oh, we do. Yeah. I, I remember on mine and Michelle's first Valentine's, I'm taking some liberty here, but our first Valentine's, there used to be a thing here called the Broadway Dinner Train. 
it was horrible. <laughs> it's no longer here. But I remember we, we pulled our money together and, and got on it and went on this ride. And it, it parked out by the water treatment plant, and we got mooned. That was the most <laughs> exciting thing that happened on, on that thing. So uh, it was beautiful. That is a true story. Oh, my goodness. Um, that's, uh, that's better than ours. Yes. So here's something from uh, Sister Gwen. Hey, like Mama Gwen. And it's for you, Kristen. Oh, no. Marriage was really... It's a good question. <laughs> okay, good. Marriage was designed to reflect the love that Jesus has for us, for the church. Pastor Kristen, what are some ways that Pastor John loves you like Jesus loves the church? I'm going well, to There cry. goes my tears. <laughs> the number one way is that no matter how I act or what I do or what I'm walking through, he never shames me. He never makes me feel any less than he always and I have seen Jesus more because of that because of his love for me I understand that our father's love truly is unfailing unending unconditional and that there's nothing we can do to earn it like uh, Zoe said earlier um, that's the number one way Gwen like it, it is and it's been that way for how many years we've we been 27 <laughs> I, 20, I don't know something <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true though. Like, and I tell you that I feel like I tell you that you're easy to a lot. Though. You're easy. <laughs> do we do we need to take a break? So y'all can, uh, <laughs> Thank why, you. Wait, wait. Why are you crying? <laughs> but the question you cried from the question. No, which is precious. Okay. By you the know, way, he cried our entire wedding. I did. I cried the whole time. <laughs> yes, he did. You know, and the Bible does tell us that marriage is a. I love Paul calls it a mystery. Um, and I think those of you who are married <laughs> would say that it's sometimes a miracle, but it, it's a, it's a mystery. And he says, the mystery is that it is an example of how Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage all of you men out there that, you know, to love your wife as Christ loved the church. And that means that even when the church messes up, even when the church walks away, he just keeps on loving. And, um, you know, I think for me to keep that in my mind is something I've said before is, if I can always understand and walk in the office that God's called me to be in, you know, God has not called me to be a man in her life. God's called me to be her husband. And I told her today, I said, mm-hmm. I love my wife. Like, I love you, Kristen, and I love you as a lady, but the fact that you're my wife, that's, I just, I love that. Mm. <laughs> and you are that. You're an incredible wife. Okay, I'm, I'm going to okay. start crying. Go. Okay. <laughs> um, here's one from Madison Kane. Oh. Mm. Madison. Can you tell about a season in your marriage when things weren't so easy? We've had a tough year as a country and families. And how did you press through, not fall apart, or maybe you did fall apart during part of it, or one of you. I know in our our marriage, um, the Lord's pretty great about only one of us fall apart at a time. Uh, The other one's strong. And it's always been me. Um, Anyway, um, but Michelle is always, you know, in our life, you think I'm the strong one, but Michelle has been the one that's carried us. I've never thought that. that. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, How about it? You're right, though. It is, it does seem like one of us is strong. It it does seem that way our whole married life. I feel like it. You know, and, and, you know, people look at us and and we have people say, how can I get a relationship like yours? And and it is kind of unfair. You know, Kristen always says when you marry your best friend, life's one big slumber party. And we did. We are, it, it is a we thank God for each other. We it's, like each other. We like each other. Yeah. We love each other. Yeah. But you know, it's work. You have to work at it. Uh, otherwise, it just... I think the hardest part is preferring the other one over yourself. That's mm-hmm. just human nature that, you know, me first, 
what my needs, my needs aren't being met. But if we can, if I can remember that I'm supposed to love him more than I love myself and take care of him first, he's always going to end up loving me in return. But right. when I'm selfish, it ends up, you know, we end up fighting or we end up clashing. And right? we do fight. I mean, it's, uh, I had I've to seen poli- it. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to, pol- I had to apologize to her two nights ago and okay. to our boys because I got upset and said some things I shouldn't have said. And I will tell you the worst fight we ever had though. We were, uh, we were traveling and a church put us up at this beautiful, oh, yes. the honeymoon suite. Remember? I, I mean, it was the most amazing. I think we had $31. So we, we felt really <laughs> we rich. We were in this room yeah. and we got into a fight. And for some reason I decided to go out out in the hallway. He in stomped my, off his way. In my was. underwear. Yeah. Oh, nice. And guess nice. what she did? She went out in her underwear too? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I had on my sweats. I was just following the no, story. I had my sweatpants on. Her lacy sweats on. <laughs> okay. She closed the door and locked it. I did. Oh, beautiful. And locked me out in the hallway. I left him in the True hallway. True story. Yeah. Hey, True seriously. Story. <laughs> seriously, because with the number of people we have going in our church, there's some people sitting on the couch right now. They're probably not sitting very close. They probably don't like each other right now. How do you not rekindle because they're not even looking to rekindle. They're just looking to survive. How, how do you, how do you just grow towards each other a little bit closer to start liking each other again? Because that, that can sometimes be the really hard spot. I think it's what Kristen said. Quit being selfish. I mean, at the end of the day, it quit being selfish. It's hard to resent someone that you're serving and it's hard to resent someone that's serving you. But if you don't want to do that because you can't stand the person, I think maybe another idea would be to have a hard conversation instead of, um, I don't want to fight again. That's all we've ever done in the past, whatever. Have that heart. Keep being vulnerable. Keep being real. Keep telling that person how you really feel. And hopefully you can get to the bottom of why you fell in love in the first place and sort of move closer together. And, Pastor, I know, uh, and, and people who go on our website and, and find this, I know what you've said to me many times over the last years, how much counseling has what it's brought into your life. I mean, there's a lot of couples out there who just won't go to counseling because somebody's too stubborn. Mm -hmm. For that couple, do you suggest somebody gets the person who goes, I want to get some counseling, they go themselves, or should they wait to go as a couple? I mean, how how do you look at that? I think either way, just get it started. You know, know, for, uh, for Father's Day last year, the boys and Kristen gave me two things, hearing aids and a therapist. And both of them have been a blessing in my life. You know, they, they're like, you know, you, if anybody needs to talk to someone, Dad, you need to. And it's been great. Um, and I would encourage you. There are licensed professionals out there that that's what they do. And if you need help with that, send us an email, info at thehillsnashville.com. And we've got a list of people that we can recommend for you. Sure. Okay. So last question. Do you know each other's love language? Yeah. Oh, stop. We do. Okay. What's his? Touch and words of encouragement. Okay. What's hers? Quality time. Do Do you think about those things? Do you, Do you, um, all the time? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remind her too. Yes. <laughs> you haven't touch. touched Heart me. To the touch yes. And, yeah. and the words of I think words of encouragement is one. You and do? then and then touches too. Yeah. Okay. So you don't know each other. So she came. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> so Sorry, she's just rude. the right order. Her yeah. background, like her family, they they didn't touch a lot. Right. Uh, my family, we just loved on each other and paddled each other. And, and we first married, you know, um, we didn't know each other's love languages. And so when I wanted to love on her, I'd rub on her and tell her how beautiful she was. Yeah. And, 
you know, and she wanted to love on me. She'd make a pot of coffee and light a candle and sit down with me. And I'm like, if we're sitting here, you should be rubbing on me, bragging on me, you know? <laughs> and he doesn't sit still for those of you that know him. So that was like, I had to finally tell you if it's 30 seconds, but it's just me and mm-hmm. you, that's enough. It doesn't have to be two hours. It was quality time, yeah. not time. Not quantity. Quality. Giving her that quality time. Yeah. And to this day, it's something we work on. We have our coffee together. But our, we work on it. We it's work not on easy. It. Yeah. You know, you, you touched on something a minute ago, and, and I've been amazed by this, especially this last year or so. Um, the literally the happiest people in our church, and everybody's going to think we just say you just say this to get people to do such and such. But literally, the happiest people in the church, um, we probably had what do we have ten or fifteen guys here yesterday, Please. just building a key. Is it IKEA? IKEA. IKEA, IKEA furniture. I hate it. Why Me was too. it invented? <laughs> I walked back in the room as all young guys, and I said, I said. Uh, is, is this is this all? Is this how they have to do all their stuff? And they said, "Yeah, Ron, this is this is how you do furniture now. This is you no. have to put it all together." No. And I said, "No." Have you heard of Sprints? <laughs> <laughs> they deliver it. It's beautiful. Anyway, um, but they were those guys were here. We couldn't get them out of here. Mm-mm. I mean, they just and you'll see their work next week. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Honestly, people who are serving others are the happiest. And I think for couples, the, the most important thing you've said here today, if you're sitting on the couch and, and you don't like each other right now, find a way. Not right this second. Don't go do something right this second. <laughs> That's going to be but awkward. sometime later today, find a way to serve him. Absolutely. Find a way to serve him. You'll find yourself happier. And, and once they wake up from passing yeah. out, they'll be happier too. So, right, right. hey, listen, uh, we've just got two roses left here in this ceremony and, oh, you know, today. And, and I want to tell you guys how appreciative I am of you and, and what you've done um, leading us. Um, I'll get to watch you every day, and uh, it's incredible. And I'd like both of you to stay here in the house um, <laughs> yes. for at least one more week. One more week. <laughs> one more week. Um, oh, shoot. Thank you. Hey, okay. we love you guys. We I know this has home. kind of been different, but would you pray for us? And, and there's probably somebody sitting out there right now that doesn't know the love of Christ. Yeah. And uh, starting there, um, learning to love and like him and love him might help that relationship they're sitting beside. Yeah. Let I, me just say you deserve the love of Christ, whoever that person is. Mm. And you think you're undeserving. That is not true. You deserve all of his love. Yeah, Kristen and I, that's so true. Somebody needed to hear that. Um, Kristen and I, this morning, we were praying for this service, and I, I'm going to be going in, in March, uh, the first Wednesday in March. I'll be in uh, San Marcos, Texas, with my friend Robin, Robin and Erica, our friends, Robin and Erica Steele, at Promise Land Church for their first Wednesday service. And Robin told me, he said, when you come, I want you to do whatever you want to do, just there's no, no uh, limit on what you can say. And he said, over the past few weeks, I've had multiple people in our church that have come to me and they've said, when John Ragsdale was with us, ever, I, I speak there once or twice a year, and, and they've spoken of prophetic words that I would give them and how it impacted their life. And I told Kristen today, I said, I want that to happen this morning. Like, I, I, want, I want us to be able to say something that speaks directly to where you are. Uh, whether you're watching this right now live or you're watching this two weeks later. Uh, and I think what Kristen just said is key, that you deserve his love. You may not feel worthy, but he, he calls you worthy. 
Do you know that when you're covered with his blood, he sees you as holy and blameless? You're not unlovable. You're loved. You're cared for. He cares for you right where you are. That's right. Sitting there. And that's how he draws you in. Like, that's why we want you to have a relationship with God. Because when you, when you get to know him, then you believe that he loves you. Then you believe that he is for you. Then you believe that you have a future. And you believe what's been true all along. So that's why we're encouraging you to take a step closer to God today. And um, you don't have to trust yet. But when you know him then you can learn to trust him. And that's what we want for you. You know, I was going to speak this today, uh, if we would have met in person, uh, on, on the scripture that says we know and rely on the love of God. So first of all, there has to be a revelation of his love, to know it, the, how deep, how high, how wide, the breadth of it. You can never go too far. You can never go too deep. His love is always going to be there. And then to rely, that word rely means to lean on. And I would encourage you, whether you're single today, and you're, you're frustrated, and you, and some of you are single and not frustrated. So we don't want to assume that you're all frustrated. But there are those that I know that either you you've had a relationship, and now you don't. But I would encourage you to rely on the love of Jesus Christ. Uh, lean into that. Be comforted by that. And then those of you that are struggling in your relationship, that that light's not there, that love's not there. Lean into Him. I said, serve. Serve is great. That's number two, though. Lean into His love. Because I can tell you, he's going to teach you how to love. You and I don't know anything about real love. We don't. The only love, real love there is, is God. God is love. Love is not an emotion. Love is a being. Love is a spirit. Love is God. So lean into him. And then watch your relationship start flourishing as well. You can fall in love with Jesus. And I love just thinking about falling. Like that means when mm. he says lean, you can fall into his I arms. And um, you can... You can trust, and his love carries you. So if you can't see straight and you don't know what end is up and you don't know how your relationship is going to survive or you don't know how you're going to be alone one more day, um, he'll carry you. He'll carry you to the next place that he has for you. Amen. So let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for each person that's joining us online today. And I pray, God, that uh, your presence would just flood that space where they are. I pray, God, that they would know that you love them, that you care for them, that you are involved intricately, intricately in their life, intimately in their life. You know every detail. And I pray, God, they would feel that comfort uh, of the Holy Spirit. And I speak against every spirit of fear uh, for those, God, that are struggling with fear right now wondering how they're going to make it through the day. And I, I, I literally right now see a person, it's going to sound weird, but you're sitting there, you got your pink socks on, and the Lord wants you to know he knows right where you are and that he cares for you and that he is for you and not against you. So I speak against every attack of the enemy by the blood, the word, and the name of Jesus, and we release the presence of God, the peace of God in your life. I want to give you a chance today to give your heart to Jesus. If you've never done that, it's a great opportunity you to know, do that. Um, this week, uh, we're using Info at the Hills, Nashville. And uh, this week, we got a young lady that sent us a note from the service last Sunday that said, I've just accepted Christ. I love that. She happened to be a family friend of ours, and I was able to call her dad. And I, t- I called him. I said, hey, I just want you to know this happened this past Sunday. And he said, you know, Ron, uh, last week, uh, 
she left youth group. She's going to Courtney and Robbie, the Slavinskys, and Care's youth group and at the Hills. And uh, she asked me, she wanted to get a Bible, a certain type ah. of Bible that I believe Courtney was reading from. And uh, her dad said, well, honey, you've got Bibles upstairs. But she wanted that specific type of Bible. I love that. And she's got that Bible. I love today. that. <laughs> so. so why don't we, why don't we uh, today, if you've never asked the Lord into your life, what better day than Valentine's Day? You know, or maybe, maybe it's, you know, you've, you've lived for the Lord for a while, but it's, you know, it, it's just stale. You know, we believe John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You see it in everything we do, loving, giving, and living. The first step of that though is loving and he loves you. And why don't you just step into that love right now? And it's real simple. You just believe in your heart confess with your mouth and you will be saved so why don't you join me in a prayer why don't you join those of you here let's just join let's just pray today say lord jesus thank you for today thank you for your love today i receive it i give you my heart i give you my life forgive me of my sins i pray that you would cover me with your grace fill me with your holy spirit you are lord of my life I want to live with you forever, starting right now on Valentine's Day. In Jesus' name. Come on, we celebrate with you right now. Let's.